0: All right. Where's Lauren? There's Lauren.
1: Yeah. All right, Lauren. <laughs> All right, folks. Welcome, Synergy Stories Podcast number eight. Number eight. Yeah. Travis told us this is the first time we've gone um, outside the time zone. Travis. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. A lot. We're breaking a lot of barriers today. <laughs> um, we've gone outside the time zone. We've done this via FaceTime. Base FaceTime. Base yeah. And very happy um, to get her out of her busy schedule, Lauren Lennon time. Very hot commodity these days, (laughs) especially in local social media circles, The Guardian, you know, CBC, everything. Um, Exciting little while coming up here, Lauren. Just uh, talk to us a little bit about, um, yeah, what's what's the time frame now between now and, and when do you go?
2: Uh, we leave Monday morning, so less than five days now. We're heading off to Russia. I don't even know how to pronounce the town that we're going to. But it's a five hour flight from Moscow, so wow. it's pretty far into Russia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Siberia. I'd say you're going where Rocky went that time when he went to fight yeah. the Russian, potentially. Maybe, so, I, don't I don't know.
2: I've never watched Rocky.
3: You should watch it before you go. It'll just Someone kinda...
2: told me that, actually.
3: <laughs> don't, don't read um, Red Notice. Okay. Don't read Red Notice. It's a good book, but not if you're going for Russia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's weird because we have Lauren on FaceTime, but she can only see me. Not you. <laughs> Do you know what? That That's how I planned it. So it's almost like I'm talking, but I'm not. Yes, whenever yes. I, i'm like your internal boy like morgan freeman yeah yeah
1: <laughs> anyway lauren um so talk to us a little bit about um the big tournament nationals um take us just a little bit through that for people who perhaps you know didn't tune in or haven't haven't followed you as closely okay. um yeah talk to us a little bit about that and then we'll backtrack a little bit uh kind of how you get into curling and how on earth you ended up in Manitoba. Okay. Um, Yeah. So just talk to us about the weekend and then we'll kind of go back.
2: Uh, So we went to nationals in Langley, BC. I think it was three weeks ago from now. Um, And I was playing on team Manitoba, as you said. So we went in just, we, our goal was to win, but we just kind of took it one game at a time. Um, we ended up going 6-0 and in our pool play, which got us into the championship round, where we played our crossovers. We played four. We won those, which got us into the final. And then we played Alberta in the final, and it was a tight game, but we scored a four in the eighth end, which really helped, uh, and we won.
3: <laughs> Very exciting. Wow. It was. Yeah. And what's your position, Lauren? I'm lead. Wow.
2: So it's a new position for me this year.
3: Yeah. And how's that how's that adjustment been? I mean, new teammates, new position.
2: It's actually been really easy. I love playing lead, which I don't know if I would have said 3 years ago, but now that I've had the chance to play it, I actually really enjoy it. Um my teammates are great. One of my teammates from Nova Scotia also moved here with me, okay. so that would have made it a little bit easier, but my other two teammates are great. I live with them, so I get to spend a lot of time with
3: them. Nice. And whereabouts are you guys located like? Um like relative to the rank and stuff.
2: Um well, we all live in Winnipeg, but our home club is in Altona, which is okay. an hour south of Winnipeg. We don't practice there very much. We usually practice here in Winnipeg okay. at a club that's about twenty minutes away. Gotcha.
3: And then yeah. you guys just travel for uh for competition. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Sweet. Um, so how are you feeling heading into Russia? Like a lot of <laughs> nerve I'm taking.
2: Uh, I wouldn't say nerves. I'm really excited. I got to go as the alternate in 2018, but I never got to play, so I'm really excited to have the opportunity to actually step on the ice this time. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I would say I'm too nervous, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah. Like, Do you have any expectations, whether personally or team-wise, or is it just so new that you guys are just going with?
2: We, we're we going to kind of approach it how we approach Nationals, just yeah. one game at a time. The only difference is with Nationals, we knew some of the teams, whereas now we don't know many of them. We've played one of the teams, the Swiss team, before. But besides that, it's all new teams. So we're, we're just going to see what we get, pretty much.
1: <laughs> so, Lauren, backtrack a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that one of the girls from Nova Are the other two girls from Manitoba? So, how did you, take us back to kind of, let's get a plug for Bluefield High School here. So, take okay. us back to high school, and what, um, how'd you end up in Manitoba playing? <laughs> um, I'm guessing you didn't go to Manitoba for the nice weather.
2: No, although that was a big drawing point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I graduated high school in 2018. Um and I went to Dalhousie last year and I played in Nova Scotia because I was asked by the reigning Canadian champs to join their team because they had a player aging out. So I took that opportunity. Uh, we had a really good season last year. We got a bronze medal at Nationals, which was a little bit disappointing considering they were the reigning champs. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, one of our players this year was aging out. So we were, my third Carly, she was looking for a new team, and she had reached out to my two teammates here. And they kind of formed that, and they were looking for another player. So Carly brought up my name, thankfully, and now I'm here. So kind of just flowed from there.
1: Is there a lot of that in curling, where you kind of, you know, through different connections or good fits? Because I'm pretty sure um, Adam Casey.
2: He curls in Manitoba he curls too. In Manitoba, doesn't
1: he, uh, well? Yeah.
2: Yep. Um. Yes and no. It happens a lot in like men's and women's because there's a rule that you can have an out of province player. So, for example, Adam is the import player on his team, so he can live in PEI and still play on this team. Whereas in juniors, that rule doesn't exist. You have to live in the province that you're representing. So it's a little bit less common, but it's certainly getting more common in junior curling. There's quite a few teams at Nationals this year that had team or players that had moved.
3: Um that kinda reminds me of a question, Lauren. How how rare is it for kind of a group to stay together for more than a couple of years? Because you kind of reference someone aging out. It seems like Yeah. There'd always be someone kinda going and someone taking their place and then sickness. Yeah.
2: In juniors, it's hard to have a team that sticks together for a while just because of the age limit. You have to be under 21 by, like, a certain date. Um, So in juniors, I've had a different team the past three years, but before that we were all younger, so we kind of stuck together whenever I was playing on PEI. But in men's and women's, it's more of like a four-year cycle um, for the Olympics. So you usually make a team and you commit to it for four years. Not to say that they don't change, but that's usually the plan. And but junior completely different.
3: And what are some of the the pros and cons of that? Like one being you stick together for four years, and the other being that you're constant. You said you're on your third different team in three years, yeah. more or less.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, I think like the four year cycle is a long time, and a curling team is really small. So if you don't like your teammates, that's a big issue. Right. But it all depends on points. So if you have a good team with a lot of points and there's some chemistry issues, that's kind of where it gets to be bad because you don't want to give up your points to get into the Olympic trials. But you have to enjoy curling as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: So so
1: now talk to me a little bit about kind of the makeup of the team. So, you know, what... Because from the outside looking in, I'd be saying, okay, well, if I'm putting together a team, I just want the four best shot makers, put them in any order, and they're going to win, you know, yeah. and clearly you're laughing at me because that's clearly wrong.
2: <laughs> no, but, it's it's kind of right. <laughs> but but
1: talk to me about how you kind of, what you look for in kind of teammates and, and, you know, how do you choose, you know, who becomes a really good lead and who becomes a good third or, or so,
3: vice versa?
2: Um. Okay, well, a skip is the leader of the team, technically. (laughs) So they call all the shots, they throw the last two. And so you want someone that has a really good strategy and that, like, they're confident enough to throw those last two rocks because there is a lot of pressure on them. Um, My position this year is lead, but I'm also the vice skip, so I hold the broom for the skip um, when she throws. They kind of took a shot in the dark whenever they asked me to play lead because I've never played lead before, but it's something that you can kind of adapt to. And then your middle two, that you want them to be strong hitters because that's when all the uh, bigger weight shots are played. So we have two really good hitters in the middle of our lineup, which is a big advantage.
3: Um, Kind of on that same vein, Mm -hmm. is it, I guess how common is it for curlers to change positions, like move. Is it almost like a hierarchy where you're trying to become a lead and then a skip or are some people pretty content to to stay where they're at?
2: No, you usually stay in one position. Okay. Um like my skip, she's been a skip her whole life. I don't okay. think she's played any other position. Um, same with our second M. She has played second her entire life. There you do see some changes, but not very many. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
3: Curling's fun, but I'm not very good at it.
1: (laughs) No, we did it for our staff party last year. Yeah. And um, I think it was the second end that we landed the first rock in the rings, (laughs) and they took the lead one (laughs) nothing. Everyone else either left it like twenty feet short, or or, like like, right right through the house, like with speed. So, it looks. So Lauren, you're going to school, University of Manitoba. Yeah. So what's, what's that been like, kind of balancing both? Like, clearly you're going to miss some school here over the next little bit. Um, talk to us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so first semester, um, we curled pretty much every weekend. I think I had three weekends off between September and December. So that eats up a lot of studying time. So just managing it throughout the week. Whereas this semester I'm gone for two week spans, so it's a little different. I have I miss more like tests and I miss actual classes. But I'm taking a reduced course load. I'm only in three courses and one of them's online. So it is a little bit easier with that. But I just talk to my profs, they're pretty lenient, they understand, so that's helpful.
3: It's a good excuse. I'm going to the World league <laughs> Championship. I'm going to Russia. Yeah, I'm going have you to ever Russia. heard of the country? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I assume you're a good student lauren but what are what are some qualities you think that you have that maybe allow you to do what you're doing as opposed to maybe someone who might struggle more with it uh
0: time
2: management for sure yeah just i I've had zero time to really do anything but curling in school, but I know that that's kind of what I had to do, and I knew that's what I was signing up for when I moved here. So I've learned last year and this year just how to manage both and balance them right. and still try and fit in a bit of a social life. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially is it harder being away from home or easier in that sense where maybe yeah. you have less distractions than if you were living at home?
2: I mean, I've never been at home and gone to university at yeah. the same time. So I've always just been away from home. And I I don't know. I would say that it's probably easier because I do have less distractions. Right. But I'm really far from home. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you're a couple times time zone.
0: Okay, what's next,
3: Travis? Um, what about routines? Are you a routine-oriented person? Like, do you have a certain way you like to do things?
2: Sort of. Like, pre-game, yes. Yeah. Um, but the rest of my life, I would say no.
3: <laughs> wow. So you're you're routine-oriented in your sport, but not in yeah. sport, right?
2: I guess a little bit in the rest of my life. Like, my days are pretty much the same. So yeah. I I guess so, yeah.
3: Your days would probably be fairly heavy itinerized as well. Like you would have class, curling, sleep.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. I only have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so that kind of gives me a lot of space on Tuesdays and Thursdays to do whatever, whether it be catch up on school or practice or whatever. Podcasts. Uh-huh. Podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha.
1: You can get back to those podcasts that you listen to virus, too. You know, yes,
2: yeah, so I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> on the way
1: to Russia,
3: because then we would say have we have listeners of- in Russia. Yeah. That'd be big. And Whistler.
1: Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about um, (laughs) whether it be your your game day routine. Like, so in curling, you'd play two to three games a day, depending on the draws. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that, because I know we have other athletes who listen to this. It would probably be of interest to to hear kind of your routine and how you kind of get in the zone, so to speak. Okay. Um, At
2: nationals, there's – three draws a day so there's nine two and seven and it's the same at worlds so it's a little bit different as to what times you're going to play every day at worlds it's a little more structured you play nine seven one day to the next and then it just continues like that so if we have a nine o'clock game our team usually would get there get to the rink at like seven forty-five. we like to just kind of sit around for five minutes and get used to being at the rink And then we have a warm-up routine that we play before every single game, no matter what. Um, We play Ellen's app, Heads Up, just to kind of get ourselves awake and get our minds going. And then we play a couple games with uh, lacrosse balls, and then we have a rubber ball that we like to catch. Just to kind of get our bodies flowing and, you know, get into it. And then we each do our little warm-up routine, so whatever that entails. Um, and then that gets us to about eight twenty-five, and then practice would start at eight thirty. So then you have a ten-minute on-ice practice, and that just gets you ready, get in like the actual movement of the game. Gotcha. So that's what my pre-game routine looks like. Heads up is actually a huge part of it, just because waking up and getting your mind ready to go—it makes a big difference.
3: Right. And what yeah. is what is heads up?
2: It's like charades. Yeah,
3: okay, that's where you, yeah. you have it on your forehead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah played We've that
2: become really good at it. We've kind of <laughs> memorized all the words. Right. So we have these actions we do, and we can get about 25 in one minute.
3: And does that <laughs> help keep you guys, like, loose as well? Yeah. You- yeah. For
2: sure. Instead scary, of, like, game. instead of sitting there and thinking about the game, yeah. it kind of just,
3: yeah. Um, we might do that next at it'd really lose something at (laughs) upstream. no no our lono lono yeah for sure (laughs) our our main sponsor um i've i've seen you train before lauren and and you certainly work hard at it um but maybe the aspect that people don't see as much is recovery um Mm -hmm. especially when you're playing two or three Games a day. What role does recovery play for you, whether it's between games or you know at the end of the day? Uh, maybe just speak a little bit to that.
2: It's definitely a big part. Um, whenever you think of curling, most people don't think of a very high intense intensity sport, but our games are really long. They can be upwards of two and a half, three hours. Yeah. So, taking the time after the game to just cool down and then like replenish with like good food. And have a nap. We have naps between all of our games if we have time. Just to refresh and be ready to go again, because it is a long week. We played 11 games at Nationals. Ah. So you want to be able to play that 11th game and not kill yourself after two. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) Lauren,
1: I'm going to duck out.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Um, and Travis, make sure ask about the theme song. I was. I, I was think just. I think she's gonna, gonna have
3: a good theme song. Did you send Lauren the questions? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. She's the first one who I have to with the questions. No, we didn't send them to uh, choirs, Yeah. Um, couple more questions, Lauren, and then I'll okay. let up. You okay. Know. And this is a big one, and it's a hard one to answer. Where do you see curling? Um, I I'll say on PEI because you're from here, and where do you okay. see it going in the next few years? I understand that's a big question to answer. Yeah, it is.
2: Like, just curling in general or just curling on PEI?
3: Let's go in general. might be easier oh. to answer.
2: Um, I think that it's going to get a little bit more professional. You do see a few teams now with their players, that's all they do is just curl, but right. I think we're going to start to see more of that yeah. just because – the Olympics are such a huge thing in curling and a lot of teams just focus on that. Um at a lower level, I really hope a lot more younger kids start to take it up because I still find like everyone, we live in Canada, everyone wants to play hockey. Yeah. But I'd like to see the junior programs grow, especially on PEI because there aren't very many junior teams. You don't want to see the game kind of diminish.
3: Right. So and I, I, I think you can definitely play a part in that too. You know, some of the exposure that you've been getting. Um, yeah, um,
2: hopefully going
3: to Russia. Hopefully. Like, what are some of the the perks of curling in terms of? Um, you know, if I'm if I like curling, but I'm not sure that I want to to be a, a least level curler. What are What would you say in terms of some of the perks or some of the benefits of of curling, even if you're not, you know, going to strive for the Olympics?
2: Right. There's so many different levels of curling. There's recreational. There's nationals for club championships. So that's, like, semi-competitive. People that just kind of play leagues at their club and want to still compete at that level. Uh, Even at the junior level, there's fun spiels for every age of kid. So. You, there, it's more than just that top level. Right. And you can keep curling forever. There's seniors, there's masters championships. Like you can play until you're 80. Yeah. And even after that, you can stick curl. So yeah. you can play it forever, which is a huge plus.
3: Yeah, I think the lifespan of curling is pretty long. It's not... Yeah. I mean, you can play hockey, you know, your whole life too, but it's a little bit harder on the body.
0: Yes, um, for sure.
3: Curling. Um... Obviously you kind of touched on it Lauren you you went to Dell. I did now you're in Manitoba so you've never you know after high school you've basically been gone mm-hmm. um is that that big sacrifice being away from home I know it's a little bit different when you're an adult as compared to a 15 year old kid but is it <laughs> still do you still consider it a sacrifice or is it just something that you just you've just done
2: uh i would say yes and no I mean I miss my family a lot just yeah. being home. Um, but I as you said, I'm kinda used to it now. Yeah. Uh it's just kinda what my life is, I guess. Yeah,
3: so it's it's not something you you know, think about a lot. No. And no. how and how much uh how much communication do you have with your friends and family? Is it fairly A good early? amount. Yeah. I
2: FaceTime my family two or three times a week, okay. I would say. Just keep in touch
3: (laughs) are they more nervous than you for russia
2: i'd say so they're coming too so they're yeah my parents are coming that's awesome yeah
3: um and then last serious question how do you how do you get prepared for russia like we touched on it earlier it's you know you're just gonna take it one game at a time or kind of see how it goes but how do you individually and as a group ensure that you're the most prepared
2: It's been tough. Uh, We just got back from nationals last Monday. So it's been a really quick turnaround. We had less than two weeks before we're back on a plane. So last week, we pretty much just took the week off, which is hard to do considering we only have two weeks to prepare. But we had a long week at nationals, we had to get caught up on school and sleep and get ready to go again. So then we practiced Sunday Practiced yesterday. We're going to have a couple more practices this weekend, just continuing what we're doing because we haven't really had a chance to stop. So we're just going to keep the ball rolling how it is.
3: And does that, does that quick turnaround almost make it easier in terms of, you know, maybe you don't need as much practice.
2: Yeah. I'd say the curling aspect of it, it makes that easier just because you just keep playing the way that we have been. Um, the organizational side is a little harder just to get yeah. all of our equipment and everything ready to go. It's it's a quick turnaround, but
3: yeah.
0: It's
2: fine.
3: Um and what's your kind of your flight path to get to Russia? Do you guys how <laughs> how crazy is that or is it fairly straightforward?
2: It's it's straightforward. We leave Winnipeg at about eleven Monday morning. We go to Toronto. Toronto to Paris, Paris to Moscow, Moscow to wherever we're going, <laughs> <laughs> and we get there at five forty Wednesday morning. There's a twelve hour time difference, so right. it's about thirty six hours of travel.
3: Wow. wow,
2: yeah, it's a long trek.
3: So you get there Wednesday, and mm-hmm. you'll start on Friday.
2: Practices Friday, first game
3: Saturday. Okay. And yeah. The tournament is Saturday
0: saturday to
3: saturday saturday Saturday, yeah gotcha um and then final question lauren thanks a lot for your time um
0: thank you for having me
3: theme song we've we've asked all our guests what their theme song so what what's yours
2: our team's theme song is don't stop me now by queen we listen to it before every game
3: it's a great song
2: it is a good song
3: but what about individual theme song oh gosh yeah
2: Yeah, I don't
3: know. I mean, that's a good one, too. Don't stop. I, w-
2: I would say, okay, I get to pick the songs, so I made that song our team okay. song, <laughs> yeah. if that helps.
3: Okay, so that, that's a really good one. Yeah. I, uh, I think that might be the best one, yeah, maybe.
0: Lauren, well, thanks. Is, yeah. <laughs> um,
3: Lauren, obviously, thanks for taking time today. I know Thursday's a day where you like to get caught up Stuff, so, oh,
0: so good. Um, <laughs> thank you.
3: Thank you for for your time, and obviously, best of luck in Russia. Um, Thanks. We'll be watching and listening. Um, obviously, after that, good luck with the rest of your uh, with the rest of your season. As well. Thanks. All right, Lauren. Take care. See ya. See ya.
4: Tonight, I'm gonna have myself. I feel alive Time. Just give me a call. Stop, stop, I yourself a good time. Stop, stop, yeah, I stop. A good time, I don't wanna stop at all. Yeah, I'm a rocket ship on my way to Mars on a collision course. man out of you Don't stop me now I'm having such a good time I'm having a ball Don't Stop me now if you wanna have a good time